Welcome to Plant Medicine Transmissions with Javier Regueiro. In this second episode of Plant Medicine Transmissions, I would like to explain with a little bit more detail what these plant medicine transmissions are really about. The first word that I'd like to explore is the word transmissions, which in spiritual traditions means two different things. The first one is the energy spiritual transmission that is given from a teacher in person to a student. The second one is the transmission of information, the sharing of teachings. As we are not standing in person face to face, then these transmissions will most importantly revolve about the sharing of teachings. In my work over the years as a plant medicine person, I am aware that one of the lessons that I've been teaching to my clients has been very importantly the lesson of self-responsibility, of taking responsibility for our own experiences as well as for our own choices. So everything and anything that I will be sharing in this series of podcasts is not for you to take necessarily at face value. On the contrary, it's for you to ponder before following any of these teachings, any piece of advice, to ponder whether following such advice is really the best thing for you at this point in your life or whether you would rather just dismiss them. I don't pretend to know it all. I don't pretend to have answers that may be valid all across the board for every person who listens to these podcasts. So I invite you to take it all in with a grain of salt and to take responsibility for your choices. Throughout these podcasts, I may offer some advice. I may invite you into contemplating certain aspects of yourselves. But I'm not here to tell you what to do with your lives. I'm not here to tell you exactly what to do in the realms of plant medicine, of spirituality. I just offer my own personal viewpoint. That viewpoint is not an absolute, but a very relative and very personal one that you may resonate or may not resonate with. It is your decision to follow any of it. So, in this way, we avoid giving away once again our power and making responsible somebody else for our choices or the consequences of our choices. By taking responsibility, 
we actually reclaim our power by taking responsibility for our choices and our actions we can actually avoid falling into the trap of victimism there is a lot of abuse of power even in spiritual circles in plant medicine circles and oftentimes this stems from a reluctance to take that responsibility and to honor the fact that the way we feel what we do is ultimately and has always been just our own responsibility. I come to you as a teacher who is fully aware that the teachings that we may resonate with at one point or another may be different. I don't share my knowledge out of a need or a wish to have validated my beliefs or my experience. I simply share those beliefs, viewpoints and experiences with the hope of supporting you in your own process and with the hope of clarifying some confusion. In my own healing retreats, during the first meeting, I have everybody, me included, sitting in a circle. And I point out right away that we are all sitting in a circle together with no one below and no one above us. And I also make people aware that we are all, all of us, always teachers to one another. I am also fond of telling everybody that, as far as I'm concerned, any good teacher worth their name will make us cry, will drive us insane at some point or another. It is not the role of a teacher to keep the student in their comfort zone. It is their duty not just to mirror back to the student their own light and their highest selves, but also their deepest shadow. Now we all struggle to see our own shadow on display or to have our deepest wounds brought back to light. But that is as important, as far as I'm concerned, as the reflection of the brightest light. Just like in my books on Ayahuasca and San Pedro, I wish to stress that everything I say is simply my viewpoint. For you to review, for you to contemplate, but not necessarily to accept at face value. The second word that I would like to explore is medicine. Medicine is a word that means many things to many different people. In our present world, most of us have grown up with the idea, with the experience of Western allopathic medicine. Western medicine 
is most importantly about the suppression of pain, of the relieving of pain. The relieving of physical pain is something that we have all benefited from. However, it comes also with the suppression of symptoms. And that suppression, if we keep going down that road, makes it so that the real causes of disease, of malaise, end up being totally removed from our conscious awareness, which makes it an impediment to true healing. As we all know, Western medicine, despite its amazing achievements in only 250 years, fails to address the totality of who we are and fails to address the spiritual, emotional, mental cause of a large and increasingly so number of diseases. This inability on the part of Western medicine to address and cure an increasing number of diseases has led us, particularly Westerners, to start looking for other medicines, for, most importantly, traditional medicines that we had forsaken at the moment that we embraced Western medicine. For me, medicine is not necessarily or, most importantly, about curing diseases. My own definition of medicine is anything that we engage with, that we may also ingest, that helps us remembering who we really are. At its other end, my own definition of what is a drug is anything that we may engage in or ingest that helps us forget, however momentarily, who we really are. The difference then between a medicine and a drug is not really in the substance. Say, for instance, marijuana is good medicine or a bad drug. But really, the difference stands in our own attitude as we engage with whatever activity or substance or plant medicine. As much as we may claim that we wish to wake up, to remember, and to heal, that process of awakening, of healing, is hardly ever a pleasant one, because in this process we have to forsake, we have to let go of all of those things that have helped us not feel, not feel our pain, whether physical, emotional, or mental. Which is why at times, even those processes that we engage with in uh, sincerity, 
we unconsciously end up using them as a way to protect ourselves from our own pain, from our own discomfort. The increasing popularity of painkillers, of opioids, of antidepressants is a sign that our pain threshold has hugely lowered in the last few decades. Even the staunchest supporters of traditional medicine and natural products are not immune to this attitude of wishing for the pain to go away and as quickly as possible. For many of us, the choice to pursue healing rather than just medication is often a very courageous one that comes only about when we don't have any other choice, when everything else we may have tried before in Western medicine has failed. And yet we can't help but come into a process of healing, of traditional medicine, still with the same expectations, the same expectation that we get rid of our pain as quickly as possible. Unfortunately, this expectation is unrealistic. When I went to Iquitos in 2005, during my very first ceremony with this Shipibo elder, and there were only the two of us in the ceremony, at some point he came closer, sat right in front of me to sing a healing song for me. In that moment, I told myself, I said, Javier, whatever knowledge you think you have, whatever assumption, it is time to let it go because none of this knowledge is going to be of any use to you in this process. This is so far beyond my own Western linear thinking that if I am not willing to let go of all that intellectual, mental baggage, I will not be able to actually receive what I came here looking for and that clearly I'm in such need of. So in that moment, I just let go and uh, open myself up to receiving with an open mind, with an open heart. And that openness allowed me to actually expand my consciousness, to expand the spectrum of what I thought was possible, what I thought was real, what I thought up to that moment may or may not have been valid and true. Throughout the world and history, human beings have developed different kinds of medicines that are really a reflection of the way we view ourselves at 
any different moment in time. Our present Western medicine is a reflection and a result of our own mechanistic view of the world and of ourselves. We see ourselves as machines. Machines that if we just tinkle with them this way and that way, we will cause certain results. In the case of medicine, resulting in a more ideal state of health. In the specific case of Amazonian plant medicine and Amazonian traditional culture, everything is perceived as an energy. Everything is perceived as a spirit, as a vibration. Everything, including mountains, rivers, spirits, visible manifestations, human beings, animals, everything is infused with a unique vibration, a unique flavor. That unique energy and vibration will manifest and will express itself also on the physical level. However, with the awareness that the manifesting, that expressing principle lies in non-physical, non-visible dimension at the level of consciousness, at the level of spirit. As a result of that, Amazonian plant medicine does not only address the physical ailments, but also goes into the level of spirit whenever that spiritual healing is necessary and called for. In our present world, there is an increasing concern bordering on obsession about physical ailments and how we feel on a physical level. But I do believe that what we need the most is spiritual healing, is emotional healing, mental healing, which is why also more and more people feel drawn to healing modalities such as plant medicines. Last but not least, I would like to express uh, some ideas in regards to the first word in plant medicine transmissions, actually plants. Plants are regarded in the Amazon jungle as spirits, as energies, as valuable teachers and doctors. We go to a teacher when we are confused and seek guidance, and we go to see a doctor when we need it. In both cases, that of a teacher and that of a doctor, our best attitude is one of humility. We recognize the authority of the person or the teacher or doctor 
that we seek help from. And unfortunately, in the case of Amazonian plant medicine, oftentimes we find ourselves unconsciously asking, telling our teacher, our doctor, how to be, what to do, and within whatever parameter of time according to our own expectations. Plants have been amazing doctors to me. They've helped me heal beyond any expectations. But in order to receive that healing, I had to let go of my own expectations. They've also been amazing teachers. In their wisdom and generosity, they've been able, unlike anything else, to mirror back to me my brightest light as well as shedding light on my darkest shadow. In my opinion, plants are simply a different expression than, say, human or animal or mineral of the same intelligence, of the same deep intelligence that permeates all of creation. So it is their wisdom that I have benefited from and these podcasts are a way to help you listen, hear that voice, that wisdom sometimes perceived as coming from plants or from outside ourselves, but that are only a reflection of the same wisdom that we carry within ourselves. Blessings.